Lasting Love Podcast, presented by CoachingWithFroy.com. You've found the place where single adults come for mindful wisdom and insight into how to attract and create healthy, lasting, conscious relationships. And now, here's your host, the owner of CoachingWithFroy.com, number one best-selling author, certified relationship coach, and TV analyst, Roy Biancalana. Well, hello again, and welcome to another edition of the Attracting Lasting Love Podcast. My name is Roy Biancalana. I am your host. And, you know, perhaps the title of this podcast has caught your eye, and this might be the first time you're ever listening to me. So let me just say that I am a certified relationship coach. I have been working in the areas of personal development, relationship dynamics, emotional intelligence for close to 30 years. Uh, I've written three number one best-selling books. I am uh, very often featured in podcasts or international summits. I've been on, on television 75, 80 times speaking on relationship issues. And I've spent really a great deal of my life trying to understand relationships and how to attract lasting love. And today I want to get into what might be my most practical, most down-to-earth, doable, understandable perspective that I could ever bring to you on relationships. And I've, I've titled this podcast, How to Never Get Dumped. Or you could say how to never end up divorced, right? But is there a, is there a way <laughs> to never get dumped? Well, technically, of course not. You never know what a person's going to do or how they might change or something like that. But there really, there really is a way for you to have a lot more control in this area than you think. And it comes from just a kind of a basic understanding of humans on just a on just the basic human level. And we're not we're not, we're not going to talk today about real deep spirituality and consciousness and you know and all that. We're going we're going to talk on a real human level. And and, and so here's the perspective that if a person wants something, if they have a priority, if they have something that means more to them than anything else in life, like they, they, this is like their core, their core want, like the most important thing to them. If you provide that to them, they'll never dump you. If, if I'm giving you what you most want, you know, as, as as well as I can. Okay, I mean, life partners make lousy life sources. So, on some level, no human can really meet the deep wants, the deep emotional needs of another, in the deepest sense. But on the level of normal human form, we can do a pretty good job of it. And so if, if I'm giving you 
if I have and I am giving you what you most deeply want, or if I'm helping you fulfill or experience what's most important to you, why would you ever get rid of me? (laughs) Right? People stay in relationships, and this might sound pretty cynical, but we sort of stay in relationships out of self-interest. Okay, some people might stay because of money issues. Some might stay because of the children. Okay, I, I grant you all that, right? I mean, you don't have any money. You don't have any source of revenue. You might never leave your partner because you don't, you know, they make the money or something like that or you know, you're, you're underwater in some ways in your real estate or okay. So there are maybe financial reasons why you might stay. And then you might stay because of kids. You don't want to have your kids go through a divorce. You don't want to deal with all that, you know, okay, fine. But having said that, people stay in relationships. Well, we do everything out of self-interest. <laughs> like even in politics, what do they always say? The, it's the economy, stupid, Right. So why is the economy always the number one issue in politics? Self-interest. You know, foreign policy usually is not that big a deal when it comes down to who you're voting for. Why? I don't know. What what do they have to do with me? It's about my job. It's about my income, about how the economy is affecting my life, right? So we're all selfish. Self-interest is really what makes us do things, okay? I hate to say it that way, but, you know, it doesn't have to be that way. We can possibly evolve beyond that, but I'm not talking about all that evolution stuff right now. I'm just talking about, like, normal people, like you and me. We stay in relationships out of self-interest, meaning if, if you're giving me what I need, what I want, what's most important to me, well, then why would I get rid of you? Right? So the question becomes what is it that we want? Now, the really fun thing is, is that masculine and feminine people want different things. <laughs> That's where God starts to laugh. <laughs> we want different things, we have different priorities. Right? We, we have different like core needs, okay? And what I'm basically saying, my premise is, is if you understand your partner's core need or core want, or if you can fulfill their priority, they're never going to dump you. Just purely out of self-interest. You're giving me what I want. You're helping me be what I want to be or do what I want to do or you're helping me achieve my priority or get what I want, whatever phrase you want to use. Like the most important thing in my life you're giving me or you're a part of, you know, why would I get rid of you? So the question becomes, what is it? Can we narrow it down? Can we boil it down? Um, And we can. And then the question becomes, how do you give your partner that thing that they most want? So that's what we're going to talk about today. Okay? 
identifying what it is that men and women want in general. Okay, we're going to speak in general today, okay? So, um, you know, you can accuse me of being sexist or whatever. That's fine. Um, And there's going to be caveats. There's going to be exceptions because when we talk about masculine feminine, you know, if you've heard me teach on this, Everybody has both energy within them. We're both masculine and feminine because they're not genders. They're energies. They're priorities, right? And and we, we have them both. And uh, although m- most men are more at home in the masculine than the feminine and most women are more at home in the feminine than the masculine, there are the rare exceptions – where women are masculine creatures. They might have a vagina, but they are masculine in their energetic presentation and in their priorities. And men, even though they have a penis, are feminine in their presentation or in their priorities. Okay? It's rare, maybe 10, 20% of the population um, is male but has a feminine essence or female and has a masculine essence. But for the vast majority, men have a more a masculine essence or presentation or priority and women have a feminine essence presentation or priority. Now, what is that? And I'm maintaining that once you know what a feminine person really wants deep down, and if you're, We'll just talk heterosexually here now today because although this does apply to gay relationships because you'll notice in gay relationships, there's a masculine partner and a feminine one, right? That's the basis of attraction. So it doesn't really matter about gender. Masculine is attracted to feminine. Feminine is attracted to masculine. And part of it is because the masculine can give the feminine what it needs and the feminine can give the masculine what it needs. And that's why we sort of want each other. So my premise is once you understand what a person wants, you then can learn how to give it to them and they will never dump you. You'll be the most valuable thing in the universe to them because you're giving them what they most want. Okay? Now, some of my thinking on these topics, of course, has been affected by my teachers. And one of my teachers has been a guy named David Data. You Maybe I've mentioned him before, and I know I've talked about him in previous podcasts. But uh, in my newest book, Relationship Bootcamp, when I get into a chapter on the masculine-feminine dynamic, um, it's chapter 22 in, in Relationship Bootcamp, um, I quote David Data at the beginning of the chapter. And I want you to listen to this quote very, very closely, okay? Because it it really spells out what we're what we're talking about here this is what he says if a man has a masculine sexual essence then his priority is his mission his direction toward greater release freedom and consciousness if a woman has a feminine sexual essence then her priority is the flow of love in her life. 
including her relationship with a man whom she can totally trust in body, emotion, mind, and spirit. Now here's the phrase. Here's the sentence. Man and woman must support each other in their priorities if the relationship is going to serve them both. That's it right there. Man and woman must support each other, must give each other according to their priorities if the relationship is going to work. So right there, David Data is saying that if a man and a woman are going to stay together, it's because the man is giving the woman her priority, which is the flow of love. And the woman is is giving him his priority, which is his, his mission toward freedom. So, think on that. The premise, again, is if you do that, you won't get dumped. So, I've titled this podcast, Soulmates and Teammates. Soulmates is what the woman wants in a relationship. It's what the feminine wants because her priority is the flow of love. Now, that doesn't mean a feminine person, a woman doesn't have a career and doesn't want to kick ass and take names and dominate the world, okay? It's just that when she's doing that, she's sort of in her masculine, okay? But if she has a feminine core, all the success in the world is not going to mean as much to her as the flow of love in her life with the people she cares about, a man, her children, her friends. At the feminine core, if a person has a feminine essence, love is is the priority more than, say, achievement or success or something like that. It's the flow of love. It's the experience of love. It's the connection it's the celebration of love. It's the, the emotional oneness. It's, it's all of the juicy human connection, love stuff. That's what's most important to her. So a woman, a person who's a, in a feminine place, a feminine essence, would say, I want to find my soulmate. You get the flavor of that word? She wants a soulmate, right? Now, if you're a guy and you don't want to get dumped, be her soulmate. In other words, figure out how to give her love. Figure out how to support her priority about love and connection and intimacy and communion and communication and connection. If you as a guy can make her feel love, that you see her, that you're present with her, that you're paying attention, that you're genuinely interested, that you want to give her your love in the form of your physical body, of your emotional presence, of your your energetic essence, if you want to penetrate if, you, if you're willing to penetrate her life 
with not only your body, but your heart, with your words. And you're trying to put love into her. In other words, you're trying to make her feel the love that she is, to give the love that she wants. She ain't never going to dump you, dude. No way is she going to go anywhere else. What, for what reason would she go anywhere else? She's getting her heart's deepest desire from you. Because you have said, I don't want to get dumped. Her priority is to feel the flow of love. Okay, well then every day I'm going to do something to make her feel the flow of love. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fulfill what she wants. I'm going to love her. And maybe I'm going to love her in ways that she sort of gets and feels. Maybe not loving her the way I would feel loved. Maybe you feel loved if she would fix your flat tire on your car. <laughs> so you're like, hey, baby, I'll fix your flat tire. And then you expect her to feel love. Well, maybe that really doesn't do it for her. <laughs> maybe it's sitting down with her and facing her and, breathing with her and looking into her eyes and saying, baby, tell me about your day. Like, tell me about what did you experience today? What's going on in your heart? How is our relationship? How could I love you more deeply? How could I be a better listener? I want to give you love. I, I, I love you. And I, I, you know, okay. You do that. Why would she cheat on you? <laughs> Right? Because we all know that in general, okay, in general, feminine people have affair affairs because somebody else is meeting them on the emotional love level. They don't have affairs because they want to get laid. They don't have affairs because your penis isn't big enough. They don't have affairs because you're not good enough in bed. No, they have affairs because you're not paying attention. You're not connecting to their heart. You're not giving the flow of love and somebody else pays attention and gives it and then their body will respond to that person. So if you're a guy and you don't want to get dumped, the question you have to live with is how can I make a woman feel love? How can I make her feel love? How can I be your soulmate? Now, here's why this is so damn hard. Because as a masculine being, your inclination around all of that, none of it makes sense to you because it's not your priority. You're not necessarily good at that because it doesn't mean the same to you. The flow of love is not your priority. Therefore, you're you're not as skilled in that. You're, you're, you're really not as interested in that as she is. So you're not good at giving love and you don't really want to give it. It's not your heart's desire. It's not what you're most interested in doing. And yet it's what she's most interested in receiving. Do you see why ma masculine and feminine relationships are so difficult? Here is one person who wants to feel the flow of love, and she's with this person who's not interested in that stuff, not fundamentally, not on the deepest level. And he's not very good at it either. Do you see how, 
how, why God, why I think God sometimes is like being mean to us. He's like, Ooh, I'm going to make men and women attracted to each other. And they're going to be so opposite of one another. It's going to drive both of them insane, but they're still going to be attracted to each other. So they can't resist wanting each other, but it's going to be filled with tension and conflict because she's going to want love. And he's just really not interested in all that. It's like, who set this up, right? It's just like, wow, why don't they put, you know, put two people who want to give love together? Wouldn't that be easier? Maybe. It wouldn't be as fun, (laughs) maybe. (laughs) So I'm speaking to the guys right now. If you don't want to get dumped, you you got to think. Even when you're meeting a woman, I mean, for the first time, okay, it's a different kind of love on the first meeting, but she... What she most deeply wants is connection. She wants to be heard. She wants to be seen. She wants to be valued. She she wants your presence. She wants you to be undistracted. She she wants you to care about her heart. She wants you to care about her feelings. She she wants to experience that realm of heart and feelings and emotion and connection and communion and communication. So give it to her. Well, how do I do that, Roy? Well, yeah, well, then that, that you might want to hire me as a coach so we can, because I don't know your personality. I don't know what your gifts are. I don't know how, how love flows through your body to be given to a woman, but it's there. It might need to be unlocked. It might need to be given permission to come out. But that's what I that's what I do with men is I teach them how to be present with a woman because your presence is how she feels love. It's the same thing to her. When you're present, she feels love. Even though in your mind as a guy, you might not equate those two, but she does. So men have to learn how to be present, which means they're learning how to give love, which is what she most wants. And when you're good at that and you do that, she... She ain't never going to dump you. And when you do that on a first date, when you know how to be present on a first date, you're going to get a second date guaranteed. Oh my God. There's no way she can resist you because you're fulfilling her heart's desire at the level of the relationship. So this is what you need to learn as a guy is how to, how to give her what she wants. Okay? Simple as that. Now let's flip it around. What the masculine wants, and in the phrase I use, in other words, you know, for the man, be her soulmate. Be her soulmate. Come up with ten ways that you can practically express that you are her soulmate. Even 10 ways you could do it on a first date. Because it's different on a, you're, you being a soulmate after six months is different than a first date, right? You, there's, you do different things. Some things are not appropriate, right? And then and, and when you're married 10 years, it's different. But your purpose as a man, if you don't want to get dumped, is I'm, I'm gonna, I gotta be her soulmate. I gotta continue being her soulmate. Now, if you don't wanna be, you're with the wrong woman. The way you know you're with the right woman is if you want to be her soulmate. Like, this is not a problem. 
I don't mind listening to her. I don't mind paying paying attention. I don't mind giving her love. And even if it's not natural to me to be emotional and to connect and to communicate, oh, I want to with her. I want to be with her. So this is not about forcing yourself to do something. It's like, no, 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 I, I want to be her soulmate. <laughs> I really do. So so the want to is already there. You just got to maybe work with me as a coach to help you. Like, how do I do it? How do I meet a woman on a first date and be a soulmate? How do I, how do I meet, uh, how am I with a woman and we've been out for three months and be your soulmate? Ah, we've been together for two years. We're living together. How do I be your soulmate? Okay. But, but what a man wants, he doesn't want a soulmate. He wants a teammate, a teammate. What does that speak to? What did David Data say? He said, if a man has a masculine sexual essence, his priority is his mission toward freedom. See, the masculine creature, the priority is not the flow of love. It's the success of his mission. It's the success of his purpose. That's what's most important to him. That's what makes him get out of bed in the morning. That's what makes him depressed when it's not going well. That's what makes him angry when he's stuck and frustrated with it. That's his priority. It's not love. No man has a woman as his priority. He doesn't. His priority is his mission. He might want a woman to be the most important person in his life, but it's not the most important thing in his life. The most important thing in his life is why he's alive, his purpose. It doesn't mean he doesn't want love and it's not important to him. Just like I said, for a woman, her priority is love. That doesn't mean she doesn't want to be successful and do that, that you know, and do it. What I'm saying is as a guy, when you cut open his chest and you get really inside and you get closest to his core, what really makes him tick is his success or failure of who or what he thinks his life is about. Right? So here's this guy where his priority, what his life is about, is achieving this thing or doing this thing. I don't care if it's about achieving spiritual realization and enlightenment or building a company or raising a family or getting on the PGA Tour or writing a book or... God, I don't know. It could be anything, right? There are as many purposes as, as there are people. But the core of his life, what's most important to him is his mission that's going to create freedom for, for someone. It's going to create freedom for, for him. Maybe finally I can retire or something or he's going to create spiritual freedom, freedom for his family, freedom for his country, freedom in whatever shape it might be. A man's core, a masculine being's core, is about the mission to create freedom. It's about being successful in my chosen purpose. Am I being who I was born to be? Am I doing what I'm supposed to do? Am I getting where I'm supposed to go? 
Now, if you're a woman and you don't want to get dumped by him, if you are supporting his mission, if you are making it more likely that he'll be successful, if you're his teammate in that regard, not that you're doing it with him, not that you're joining the company with him, not none of that, not that you're meditating with him, but if your love, your presence, your radiance is making him feel like I'm more likely to succeed because of her, like she's supporting me, she inspires me, she encourages me, just the, the way she moves, the way she loves, the way she smiles, the way she makes love, the, the, just her way, her just her way of her feminine shine, her feminine, just the way she is, it makes me feel like I'm more likely to be successful in my mission. He ain't never going to get rid of you because you are playing a vital part in what's most important to him. So the question becomes, how can you be a man's teammate? See, now this is the same as it was for guys. You don't know anything about that. Not really. You're, you're, that's not important. You don't want a man to be your teammate. That sounds ew, right? You're not about teammates. You're about soulmates. You, you would really know how to be his soulmate, <laughs> right? In fact, you could teach him, right? So, This is where it's like this cosmic joke that you have the opportunity, you're sort of being asked to give him what doesn't interest you as much as it interests him, right? He's interested in love, but not like you are. And you're interested in success and achieving and doing what you were born to do, but not like him. Nowhere near, okay? So you as a soulmate person are asked to be a teammate and that's, that's, that you're not good at that. You're not, you're not built that way. You, you don't think that way because you're not a masculine creature, right? And yet, if you want that masculine creature to never dump you, you better be his teammate. How can you support him in his priority? That's the question that David Data was saying. If a man and a woman learn to support each other in their priorities, the relationship is going to serve them both. That's just a nice way of saying, you're not going to dump each other. (laughs) You're not going to cheat on each other. You're not going to get divorced. If my wife is a critical component to my success as a coach, as a man, as a golfer, as a, as a spiritually evolving person, if she's my teammate in that, if I recognize that I'm not nearly as likely to score a touchdown if she's not on my team, I'm not getting rid of her. She's a really important player on the team. And so she, she's got Marriage insurance. I don't know what you want to call it. You, you, you follow me on that? 
So before we get into the how to do these things, it takes a little flip-flop in our thinking. Is As a woman, you're just inclined to want to be his soulmate because that's kind of what you do. That's kind of what feels familiar to you. And you're going to project that onto him. And he doesn't want a soulmate. He wants a teammate. So your thinking has to change from how can I give him love and I love him and I, I'm, I, I, I encourage this and that and I'm, I'm always commun- I want to communicate with him. I want to know how his feelings are and then I want to know this and, and, and why, why isn't he responsive? It's because you're not supporting his mission. You're supporting his interest in love and, he's, and it's not interesting. In fact, here's what really happens. You meet a guy. You work too much. You're always focused on your career. You're always thinking about what you're doing next. And I never feel like you're, you're with me. And, and so now you're in a relationship with him and you're not only not supporting him as a teammate, you're trying to pull him away from where he wants to go. Oh, you're going to get dumped in a heartbeat. You're actually trying to move him away from his d- deepest priority. That's the same as a guy being with a woman and just you, you're just talking about your career and this and that. And then she opens up about emotions. She's had an argument with her sister. And you're like, oh, don't talk to me about that stuff. You know, I, go to one of your girlfriends. I'm going to go watch ESPN. Oh, you're going to be divorced in a heartbeat. So what you're saying is, I don't want to be your soulmate. I don't want to listen to your problems. I don't want to hear your drama. I don't want to communicate and commune and be with you and be present with you. I don't want to give you love. Oh, you don't want to give her love? Oh, then she'll find somebody else to give her love. Okay. You with me on this? This is why people get dumped. Men... Men think it's kind of being girly to give love. All right, you can think that you'll be single. And women, uh, I don't, you know, I don't want to be a guy. I don't want to be one of his buddies. And we're not asking him to be his buddies. But I, I don't, I don't want to take an interest in his career. I don't. That doesn't. Well, you know, I, I want to talk about our relationship. I don't want to ask him about how he's feeling about his mission, and I don't want to ask him what I can do to to help. I don't want to be a sounding board for him. I don't want to, uh, you know, I don't, uh, I don't want to understand when he's distant and, and sort of angry that it's not about me, that it might be that he's struggling with his career or he's worried or scared about whether he's going to be successful. I, I don't want to be his teammate. I don't want to, I don't want to do all that. Well, okay. Okay. Well, then you're going to be single or he's going to cheat on you. Because he's going to meet someone that wants to support him in who he is and where he's going. Someone who might know how to do that. And he's going to hook up with her. Okay, so that's the main thing I want to communicate in this podcast. Is you, you have to reorient your thinking. I tell men all the time, dude, you know, if you, if you don't... If you don't want to give love, if you don't want to commune and communicate and be in the emotional realm and 
and and give your heart, then do be gay or something. But if you're going to relate with a woman, I mean, she's a woman. It's what she wants. If you don't, if you don't meet her priority, she's going to find somebody else who will. And I, I'll tell women the same way. If you, if you don't want to be a teammate, then be gay. Be gay and the two of you can just be in all the emotion together and all that stuff. Right? But if you want to be with a man, then his mission has to be okay with you. You can't see it as a threat. You can't see it as you're competing with him in his job. See, this is what happens, especially for women. They, they look at a guy and he's, you know, they respect him because he's ambitious, right? He's driven, he's accomplishing things. He might even have some financial resources because of his commitment and his discipline and his, his, his focus and stuff like that. And then you meet him and, and, and you feel like, oh, I'm competing with him and his job for his time, for his, his attention, and you see his work or his career as your enemy. And you set yourself against it. And then you're, you, try to, you try to win. You try to pull him away. Oh, you shouldn't work so much. Oh, it's, you know, that's not that important. You know, why don't we go to the Arboretum and look at the flowers, right? Uh, no, you're going to be single, right? So, <laughs> you get me? Now, there's, I'm making pretty wild generalizations here. There is a time when a man is working his ass off where my wife is supporting me and my mission when she pulls me away so that I can reconnect with, with life a little bit and, and maybe eat some food. When I was writing my book, I literally would sit down in the morning. This is back a number of years ago. But I would be writing my book, which was my mission at that time. Um, and my wife was working a job where she was a therapist. She'd be leaving in the morning at 8 o'clock and get back around 6. And so she'd leave the house at 8 and I'd be sitting at my desk in my underwear, you know, just and just typing away and stuff like that. Um, and then, you know, it, she'd come home at 6 o'clock and I literally hadn't moved. I hadn't even peed. I haven't eaten. And she'd walk in. I'm like, what are you doing home? And she's like, it's 6 o'clock. I'm like, Crap, it feels like it's 9.30 in the morning. Like, I've been so immersed, so lost in what I've been doing and so committed to my creative process that I lost time, track of time. I lost track of taking care of myself, of food, of even going to the bathroom. I've just been into it. And she walks in, okay, that's enough. Close, close the computer, that's enough, right? She is being my teammate when she's doing that. Because she recognizes if I just keep obsessing like that, I'm going to grind myself into the ground and I'm going to fall apart. So she recognizes you need to come away. You need to rejuvenate. You need to let me make you something to eat. You know, let me, let's talk. Let's connect. Let's get away from that. You know, and then maybe tell me about what you wrote today. So she's interested in what I'm doing. She wants to maybe read, kind of read a couple pages, right? So that she's being my teammate there. She's, She's interested. She's and she's wanting to know how can I help him be successful, and that might mean taking me away from work. But most of the time, it's going to show up in a very different way. So when you're a woman on a first date or on a tenth date or after ten years of marriage, how can I help him be successful? 
How can I be a teammate? How can I inspire him, rejuvenate or encourage or, and it might not be anything more like David Data shares a story when he was deeply into something, his, his woman would walk in the room sometime and just put a glass of water on the table next to his computer and walk away. And he was like, thank you. Like, I didn't even know I was thirsty. You're just doing that shows your support of me. It shows your care of me. You're loving me, but I feel like you're meeting a need for me. You're, you're not saying, oh, come away from work. I haven't seen you. Let's talk. Right? You're, you're not pulling them away. You're, right? So this is what we have to do. On the very human level, you have to recognize we have different priorities. And if you don't want to get dumped, you better, you better give your partner what they want. Now, again, if you love her, it may be difficult for you. It may not be natural to you. There may be a part of you that's not interested in giving love. But, but you know, if she's your woman, you don't mind, really. I mean, it's like, um, yeah, I love her. And I, and I, 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 you know, I mean, it's like, so you're not, in other words, you're not forcing it. And the same for a woman. It's like, you're not forcing yourself to do stuff. He's your guy. You love him. You really do want him to be successful. You do want him to be all that he wants to be. And you don't see his career or whatever purpose he has as your competition. Um, you, you, it might not be natural for you to be thinking, how do I be a teammate? How, how do I support? How do I inspire? That might not come easily to you. There might even be a part of you that's not as interested in that. But you don't mind because you love him. And, and you're willing to figure out how to do that. How can I give this guy what he needs? Because I love him. And how do I figure out how to give her what she needs? Because I love her. And yeah, it's not going to come natural to me. And I might have to work at it a little bit. But think of the benefits. Right? Think of, <laughs> think of the fact that you're both going to be so committed to one another. That you're both going to be seeing each other as... I am never letting you go. Like, you are filling my heart with what I need. So the question becomes for women, okay, how do I be a teammate? That might be anything from the way you smile to, to the way you have sex. It might be from just a little encouragement. Like, you know, I still play some golf tournaments. I used to be a professional golfer on the PGA Tour. You know, I've beaten Tiger Woods, all that kind of stuff back in my back in the day. I'm 61 now. In the summertime, I play some local tournaments and stuff like that. And, you know, my wife knows that this is a hugely important thing to me. Being a coach is huge as part of my purpose. Being an evolving man, my spiritual path is a huge part of my purpose. And being the best golfer that I can be is a huge part of my purpose. And she knows that one of the things that keeps me from being, you know, the best golfer I can be is that I can hang on to stuff when I play. I, I sometimes um, can get down on myself or hang on to, to bad shots and stuff. So one of her little phrases, when I walk out the door to play an occasional tournament round, uh, she'll just say, Hey, honey, just let that shit go. Just let it go. And I just smile walking out the door. It's like, 
That's, that's way better than her saying, baby, I love you. I love you. I, I don't, I don't really want to hear that. I mean, I know she loves me, but when she's giving me something to support my success, like, Hey man, let that shit go today. Just be you. Just be free. Go get them. Right. I mean, like, Oh my God. Yeah, am I, am I going to cheat on her? No. <laughs> so, so we, I can't get into very specific things that you as a woman or a man can do to give your partner or even like on a first date what they need. The reason is, is because it will be different for everyone. The principle's the same. You're trying to support their success as a masculine being by being a teammate. Now, how you do that comes through your experience, your body, your personality. So I would have to know you to help you find your gifts as a teammate. And for men, I can tell you in general, you got to be present with her. Right? You, you, you want to be her soulmate, which means soul, which means emotion, connection, communion, conversation. But beyond that, I can't tell you exactly what that would look like because I don't know your personality and your background and your sense of humor and what your gifts are. You follow me? So part of my purpose in this podcast is to convince you, if you don't want to get dumped, give the other person what they want, but also to kind of be provocative in the sense of saying, well, maybe I need to work with Roy to help me learn the particulars of that. And if I could give you the particulars of that right now, I would, but I don't know what your personality type is because there's nine different personality types and each one shows up in a different way. And I don't know what your sense of humor is because as a man, your sense of humor is one of the ways you give love. So, But I don't know how that works for you. I don't know how introverted or extroverted you are. I, I don't know what your gifts are, right? So I would have to get to know you to help you learn, well, this is this. here are some things that you could do on a first date to really give your presence to a woman you just met. And same with a woman. Here are some things you could do, how to express your radiance to a man on a first date to where he feels like, man, you, you, I feel alive around you. I feel energized around you. You'd, you'd make a great teammate, right? Because when you're meeting someone, that's what each person's doing. Do you know that? When a woman meets a man, what she's asking in her head is, is would he be a good soulmate? Is he a soulmate? Would he be my soulmate? The guy's not asking that. He's over there like, would she be a good teammate? Would, would you know? Would would she be supportive? Would she be an encouragement? Would she, would I be more likely to be successful by being with him, but with her? And she's asking, would I experience love with him, or is he cold and distant? Right. So, so that's just that's just my way of saying 
This is where coaching comes in handy. The principles are one thing, putting it into practice. It's like, I use golf as an analogy. You can go online or buy a book and read about the golf swing or watch videos. Yeah, you could do that. See how far that gets you. You need a professional standing right next to you, putting his hands on your body, teaching you how to move the club. No, like this. Do it like this. Swing it this way. And I grab your hands, your arms, your waist, your shoulders, and I'm, I'm, I'm helping you learn how to swing in your body. But just watching a video will just make you smarter. Okay, yeah, you, you kind of understand the basics, but how do you do it in your body? It's the same way here in this discussion. I'm just discussing the basics of this. Teammates and soulmates, we want different things. But how do you do it in your body? Okay? So if you get that, and if that's a question that you have, well, like I always say in these podcasts, you know where to find me. <laughs> Coachingwithroy.com or Roy at coachingwithroy.com or 407-687-3387. Let me help you learn how to be a soulmate, how to, how, to, how to be a woman's soulmate so that you never get dumped. And let me teach you how to be a man's teammate so that he would do anything in the world to keep you. And until next time, bye-bye. You've been listening to Attracting Lasting Love with Roy Biancalana. Be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss a single episode. And while you're at it, please leave a rating and review and share it with anyone you think might benefit from listening. Check out our website at coachingwithroy.com and tune in every week for more insights and wisdom on creating healthy, lasting, conscious relationships.